Welcome to episode three of my sports podcast. Very excited. Have a special guest coming in studio to give his thoughts on the Denver Broncos possibly being purchased and owned by Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z. That could all go down next year. And we'll get into the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning broadcast debut on Monday Night Football. We'll get into that and more, so check it out. All right, so our first celebrity guest on the podcast, <laughs> and I say are, I'm the only one on the podcast, is you might know him from the syndicated two guys named Chris Show. You probably know him best from Shifting Gears, the <laughs> yes. theatrical release yes. uh, that you're a sports announcer for. That was. You were in a movie. That's cool. I was. That's true. Talking to Chris Kelly. Again, two guys named Chris, syndicated morning show, also works here. Also the biggest, literally the biggest uh, Broncos fan that I know um, and just heard Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z might be teaming up if the Broncos do go on sale next year which is the rumor in 2022 yep. that they might sell the team you're a big Broncos fan what is your take imagining Jeff Bezos the owner of Amazon owning the Broncos well instantly to hear it I'm thrilled by it because I feel like guys that have so much money like that and really want a team are yes. real hands-on and it's a good thing, like uh, Mark Cuban for the uh, the Dallas Mavericks, of course. Unless you meddle too much, like Jerry Jones with the Cowboys to become right. general manager. But when I heard it, I thought it was good because uh, the Broncos, a lot of people, and this is really inside Broncos. but no, that's, that's why we want you on, yeah. Yeah, the Pat Bolin owned the team, the Bolin family, for 30 years, and then he passed away probably a year and a half, two years ago. And since then, they have had all sorts of problems. All the kids are fighting over okay. the team, and, uh, and, you know, it's a – the whole thing is just a mess. It's in court. So I would love a stabilizing factor like a Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z in there. Jay-Z's sharp. I mean, he's really oh, yeah. smart. Bezos obviously is smart, has made a lot of money at least. And do you know I read that he's got so much money, Bezos, $200 billion or something right, like right, that, right. that for him to buy the Denver Broncos, which is uh, their price, they're valued at right at $4 billion. Okay. It would be like the average family buying a Peloton treadmill. No, <laughs> that's incredible. That is that's how we would feel. I mean, it would be like, oh, that's nice, but not yeah, like it's a little bit expensive, not not a big deal. <laughs> yes, I also read that Jeff Bezos could buy every NFL franchise and still have eighty billion dollars remaining. Is that amazing? I know. And we're talking on our morning show, Jared and Katie, in the morning, um, that Jeff Bezos. I predicted you know, like six months ago. I said it's interesting that Elon Musk. And Jeff Bezos, as the richest men in the world, and Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. none of them have bought an NFL franchise or an NBA franchise. Right. I said one of them is going to buy one soon. They got to. if one. I know they don't open up a lot. Yeah. You hold on to them. But um, kind of surprised Jeff yeah. Bezos is It's like in. toys for them. You know, they can yeah. go and buy that. Like you said, he could buy every single team and still have $90 billion left. It's unreal. It is. And do you think it, it would make the Broncos – I mean, the Broncos have – I know – Figuring out the quarterback, that's the name yeah, of the game in yeah. the NFL. And, yeah. and Teddy Bridgewater's, yeah. you know, may get your take on Teddy Bridgewater um, over Drew Locke. But do you think that would make them more of a destination? Because, yes, there are salary caps and there's restrictions, but there's a lot of things that could come with an owner that's not afraid to spend a lot of money on a new stadium or yes. state-of-the-art facilities and all the things that go Absolutely. along with Absolutely. You get Jay-Z in there or Bezos, I think it's – Players all of a sudden want to play there, you know. Yeah. It's like that, and then the quarterback. You know, if you have uh, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, I think 
all those guys in Tampa stayed because they want to still play with Tom Brady. You know? Right. So, yes, I do think it makes a huge difference as long as he's a good owner and doesn't just like throw money at Because, like a Dan Snyder, I know you're a Washington fan. Yeah. A Dan Snyder has all this money, but he just does it poorly. I mean, you've got to have really stable ownership. I think that's why, um, in addition to Belichick and Brady, of course, why New England was so good for so long. I mean, it starts right at the top. You it know? does. It's, it's, it's such a huge thing, the owner of the team. Look at teams that were bad for so long, like the Cardinals. And they always talk about that. Was it Bill Bidwell that owned the Cardinals yep. forever? And, and it's, you know, he was such a poor owner. Teams that are not owned by owners who really commit to it are not as good. They're not. And, and it makes a huge difference. So, yeah, but for star power, Be- Bezos and uh, Jay-Z, that would be huge for Denver, I think. Yeah. I loved it. When I read it, I was like, mm, that's good. That'd be exciting. Yeah. My 16-year-old son was all into it, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to drop a bag on a. We're going to drop a bag on Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My kids, I, I, similar age, I mean, a little bit younger than your kids, mm-hmm. they know all about Elon Musk. They know yes. about Jeff Bezos. Yes. They know about Zuckerberg. They're all into the money, the bags, and all the stuff. Uh, yeah. It's just, I'm like, when yeah. I was their age, I didn't know it. Anyone that's a billionaire? I mean, oh, there's God. billionaires, but we didn't, we didn't think about, about it. it. No, now it's all about, he's going to drop a bag on that's how my son talks. His clothing, he calls it his drip. He's like, uh, my friends yeah. are climbing my drip. I got to go get some new drip. I don't know what he's even talking about. And when you don't know the, the phrase at first, you're like, I know what? Is something wrong with my child? They're talking about, yes. they need to go get some drip. Got some like, sort of a problem. You're right. You know? <laughs> you need like an IV drip. Yeah. Well, it's be interesting to see, obviously, if it happens, it could happen next year. Yeah. The I think it will. I think they will sell next year. From yeah. what I've read about the family and the squabbling, I don't know who will buy it, but I think they will go up for sale in 2022. Now, I know you didn't have a chance to watch it, but just give you my take really quick on Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, yeah. ESPN2, Monday Night Football. I'm interested in hearing your take because I, I like those guys. I, I do. Think Love Peyton, them. I think, is hilarious. Great. He does a good job. But I didn't. I wasn't drawn to this for whatever reason. You know. All right, there's some good things happening from him. I think Peyton Manning, you have to keep I mean, of course, Great. they would keep him no matter what, but yeah. Peyton Manning was sensational. Yeah. His analysis, he's better than Romo. He, makes, he is. He's better he's than Romo. Great. Romo, to me, is good. You know, you know, for the first year that he did it, he was, like, mm-hmm. predicting plays. Yeah. I found that interesting. And it kind of gets on my nerves because he does all that now. You know, he's really – he won't let it breathe as much now. Right. He got it. You know, yeah. he's, you know, the, you know Twitter and social media, and yeah. he did lots of praise for it, and so then I feel like he – Feels like he has to do it all the time. Yes, I agree. He overdoes that now. And I think, in my opinion, Tony Romo is to me a little bit corny. Yeah, some I of the think jokes so. he makes to Jim Nance, and Jim yeah. Nance is such a professional. He's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. he tries to move on quickly. He's just kind of corny. Yeah, he's still good at what he does. Peyton Manning in the booth. <sighs> I'm telling you, if you last yeah. night, it was a little awkward because the game was just playing. Yes, and so they were ignoring the game half half time. They're ignoring the game and yeah. just talking about things. So you're trying to pay attention, and it was kind of a lot of talking over. Mm-hmm. But when he started to dissect and explain how the NFL and being a quarterback, he was explaining at one point um, which days of the week you practice red zone offense. He said NFL teams really? practice red zone offense on Wednesday and Thursday. He said they should practice. We should practice it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, unless they have a day off. Yeah. Thursday. He said it should be every day of the week. Yeah. It's the most important thing. It's in the culture of the NFL for some reason to only do Wednesday and really? Thursday. Really? That's interesting. I didn't know that. And then he, and he explained because they were in the red yeah. zone and some issues and problems. But yeah. he was dissecting, you know, where the left guard should have been on that play yeah. and the Mike linebacker. And Eli Manning knew a lot too. Mm-hmm. I think you only need Peyton. Oh, I totally agree. There's Eli never was been a funny. Smart, he's so smart. I mean, he nobody dissects it like that. No, I mean, he's and he does great. it, and he does it in a funny way. Yeah. And then they, what they did, they brought in like a Travis Kelsey, Charles Barkley, yeah. and others, and that was funny. Although it was like on Zoom, mm-hmm. so then there were some issues with that. 
so yeah. it made it a little clunky. Yeah, I wish Peyton Manning would have taken the job just to go into the booth and yes. do it, but he he seems more he wants to shoot higher than that. It seems you know, yeah. like own a team himself. I've heard probably you so. Know, you know, he's just that mindset. He's great. And then there was one play really quick. Um, talking to Chris Kelly, two guys named Chris, syndicated morning show. It's a podcast. You probably don't have to reset. We're so used to doing radio right, stuff. Yeah, that's true. You're just, either <laughs> yeah. you're listening or not. Uh, but. And, and I've heard of this before, but the way he explained it, yeah. so Lamar Jackson was, was a broken play. He scrambled. You might have seen on SportsCenter. Mm-hmm. He scrambled out to the right, and he threw a dime for a touchdown. Yeah. And, I, and my wife is actually watching the game with me. We're like, wow, what a – he mm. saved that play. What a how, – how incredible he is in, in improvising on that particular play. Yeah. And I think somebody made that comment. Maybe Eli was saying something to that effect. And Peyton said, well, you know, we do the scramble drill every day in practice. Yeah. I wasn't good at the scramble drill. Right. He said, but we practice when the play breaks down, and he explained what every position does. Really? Where that when you roll out, then what the offensive line does, where they're supposed to wow. go, and how the receivers, if they're running opposed to the left, they see the scramble to the right, then they're all taught to kind of shift to the right really? to give him an angle to get the ball. I mean, it's just the depth of knowledge yes. in an entertaining way. Yes. The show overall – like you said, yeah. put Peyton in the booth. Yeah, just that would be great. He was so good, even when he didn't have it with his arm anymore. The last season yes. in Denver, he didn't have it, especially no. the last half season. They won the Super Bowl, I'm convinced, because he would always put them in the right play. Yeah. He, nobody ever did anything better than Peyton Man like that, better no. than Peyton Man. He was so good at that. He is the smartest quarterback of all time. I agree. The most intelligent quarterback of all time. I can't call time. him the best, but I would call him the smartest no. of all time. Yeah. And his, he did it with his mind, even when he didn't have it with his arm. And uh, I want to say one more thing about Romo. You know what else I think Romo does? Sure. He, um, if even if it's, I mean, there's a lot of good games, of course, but he, at the end of a game, he'll be like, oh, Jim, here we go. Like, it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. And it's like, oh, no. you know, it's 31-24. Okay, we've seen it every week. <laughs> right. Every time. Here we go, Jim. Yeah, he'll be like, you know, there's two minutes to go, and it's 31-20. Here we go. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, Tony. We we all know how it works. Right. Like, yeah, all right. You got the $15 million a year. Yeah. You're good oh, at what God. you do. But uh, I don't know. There's a part of that. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah, I agree. The I, corniness, and I don't know. He's a little overrated to me. I mean, early I liked him. I do like him. But I do I like him. He's overrated. A bit overrated. overrated. Do you like um, – now I'm off. I'm talking about announcements. Anything, yeah. What do you think about uh, Troy Aikman with Joe Buck? You know, Troy Aikman, to me, and you may totally disagree, I think Troy Aikman, he's almost like a workman-like mm-hmm. broadcast. Yeah. He's not flashy. Yeah. I don't think he ever gets above a certain amount of energy. Yeah. But the things he says, I, I don't know. I like him. It, to me, it's a he's not a distraction to the game. I really I think like he him. adds a lot to the game. And I think he doesn't have any of the theatrics, but it's yeah. like solid every time. I agree. I, I think they're the best team. I, I like them. Yeah, they're the a great best. team. Even though Joe Buck's a little smarmy, a little full of himself, you can kind of tell that. Oh, right, right. But so am I. But he, uh, <laughs> you can relate, right? Of course. But I like his delivery. I don't think he overtalks it. And what you just said about Aikman, I think solid every single time. Right. And knowledgeable. Whereas I think Roma's a little over the top, cutesy, you know, Hollywoody, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm not a fan. Of Chris Collinsworth, surprisingly, I've never been a fan of his. You know what? A lot of people hate him. I like Chris. Do you Collinsworth. like him? I don't know why. Yeah, it you're is. not alone. There's I, I, yeah. so many people. I, I hear jokes all the time, like, "Well, the best part of, or the worst part of Sunday Night Football is Chris Collinsworth." Yeah. I I don't know why I don't like him, but I don't. I, I like Michaels, but I don't like Michaels. Chris is great. Yeah, he was. I would love my. What would be your dream booth? Wow. Well, you know, I'm so old. I remember uh, Summerall Madden was incredible. They were, great. They were so he could say a thousand things without with saying two words <laughs> right i mean summerall could say nothing and then madden would blah, 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 and it, right. it was really good i mean michaels is fantastic i don't know how he would it's all about chemistry maybe yeah. michaels aikman you know would be really i'd like to hear them together and see right because i didn't think michaels and madden 
when they did it on Sunday Night Football was as good as Summerall in Madden. They didn't fit together just right. right. You know, the chemistry is a big deal. Chemistry is a big deal. Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to say dream matchup because yeah. one announcer goes with another so well. Yeah, I guess if you did a three-man booth on paper, you would yeah. think Michaels, Madden, and Manning. Oh, well, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be really good, because I think. Yeah. I think you'd have the dynamics yeah. of a former coach with Madden. Yeah. Madden's just over-the-top personality. Yes. Peyton's funny. I think they could probably play off each they, other. Yeah, if there was room for If there was room right. for it, it might yeah. not be enough. That's I mean, it might true. not be good enough. And then Al Mike. Maybe you could do a Jim Nance type. I like Jim Nance. I because think Jim he's Nance solid, is. and he doesn't get in the way at yeah. all. Not He's also good, not flashy. Uh, I like. I hated Phil Sims. I hated oh. him. I was thrilled when they put him back. I never have to see him again. I don't watch the pregame. <laughs> I, I the CBS pregame show to me is the worst. It's the worst. It, it, my, Fox it, is much better. Fox is ten. I can't even watch it. Even if there's a game I'm watching, I'll go watch the Fox pregame show, and they're not even talking about the CBS games. Then come back when the game starts. I can't stand. Boomer Sison's okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like okay. Yeah, I do not like that show. Yeah, it's it's Fox. It's, I'll deal with. I do like Fox. Now much Fox better. could get rid of Strahan if they. If, uh, agreed. I don't understand Strahan on anything, and he's. Strahan's got that deal too, where he is on Good Morning America, yeah. he's on ABC, and then he goes over to Fox, right? Which is weird. It's like me going to KZL. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's like this. You. You're the Michael Strahan of the Michael Strahan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael Strahan. I don't know for whatever reason. Good for him for yeah. getting all the money. Yeah. To me, I don't understand the appeal of him at all on me any either. show. I've never, Michael and Kelly. I've never understood it. <laughs> and they, he just keeps going up the ladder, you yeah. know. But I guess he's he's really likable. I suppose. Yeah, I guess I so. He, they say he works hard. People uh, like him. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw to me is great. Yeah, I like Terry Bradshaw. He's like the Charles Barkley of that show. Yep, very good. Um, uh, they, they just have it. I got Kirk Jimmy Minifee. Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson's great. And then Minifee, who runs it, is just again doesn't get in the way. Doesn't get in the just way. Did a good job. Kind of like the Ernie Johnson of the team. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming in. I enjoyed it. This is fun. See, on your show, you do get to talk sports a little bit. A little. Yeah. A little bit. Our Not show. like this though. Not in depth like no. Broncos and yeah. So this is good. I enjoyed doing it. You know, this. we have the program director on our show, Jason yeah. Goodman. If I started going to talking about who's the dream booth for, <laughs> I'd instantly be fired. Or he'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. You can't do this. This is the worst thing ever. I know. So, but he for, may be right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But no, I enjoy right it. He's right for our morning yes. show. No. But, but I this, enjoy this. I like talking yeah. about this. Yeah. Well, anytime there's a Denver story, if you if you have sure. something you just want to talk about. Love to. Yeah, it's fun. if I start getting paid on this, then... <laughs> You might have changed some that'd things. That'd be nice, right? Because yeah. that wouldn't be fair to you. But yeah, but that would be good if you got paid on this. Yeah, it'd be nice. Good. I enjoy. Thanks for having me in, Chris Kelly. Awesome two guys named Chris, syndicated morning show. And if you haven't seen Shifting Gears, oh please, he's in there. <laughs> he's am. in the movie. I am in there. Appreciate it.